Hi, this is Shane Gibson's Sales, Social Selling, and Influence podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about networks, building your network. In fact, arguably, we're going to geek out a bit on networks. We're going to talk about how to measure the value of your network, why it's important, and even look at how you're networking or leveraging your network for effectiveness. I don't know who said it first. I've heard it from three different authors. The first person that said it to me was probably over a decade ago when Darcy Rezac, who wrote the book along with Judy Thompson and Gail Rezac called Work the Pond, Darcy said to me, personally said, Shane, your network is your net worth. And that kind of stuck with me. And I believe that they were kind of ahead of their time when they wrote this book and talked about the value of networks. Because today, it's very evident to me, as sales professionals, as business owners, as organizations, that our networks are truly our net worth. It's something that can live beyond a business idea or even a physical address. You may be in a specific area and move, but you actually now take your network with you as we're hyper-connected digitally. Even from a branding perspective, I believe your brand is what the customer says it is, quoting Jay Conrad Levinson, of course, father of guerrilla marketing. But part of it is those people are really nodes in a network that surround, interact, and engage your brand and your people. And so it is literally your network which now defines you and all their individual experiences and interactions with your network that really establishes and grows your brand as a corporation or as an individual. So I started to think about how does one audit and measure and then improve their personal network or net worth and then look at even assessing our activities in those networks to see if we're maximizing them to truly bring out the full value of that network and net worth we're building. As we know, if you look at it as an asset and you've got some cash on hand, there's many ways you can invest that money and make it work for you, right? You can let it kind of wilt away in a savings account. You can put it into a viable index of stocks or throw it into cryptocurrency and kind of let the chips fall where they may. So it really depends upon, of course, your risk tolerance and what your goals are. But the key factor is, is in many cases, you're not going to save your way to your financial goals just by using a savings account. You've got to make that money work for you in many different aspects. So again, I look back at our network. It's very similar to cash in the way that it's an asset, but it's only an asset if we truly know how to leverage it to create freedom for ourselves and stability and a future. So I was starting to think about what these KPIs or key performance indicators are around what we need to be doing and how we can measure the effectiveness of our own personal network. So this is me geeking out a bit. I kind of did this on the back of a napkin, so to speak. Uh, I may reserve the right to change this. So this is a bit of a discussion with you. And I want to really think about how am I growing my network? And am I investing in it effectively? And am I interacting with it effectively? And is this network the one that it may have gotten me here, but is it going to get me to where I want to go in my business, in my career, in my personal life, in my areas of interest, in my passions? So I've looked at eight key key performance indicators 
or indexes that we've got to think about. And I'm going to walk through all eight of them, uh, list them quickly here for you so you can write them down or make a mental note, and then go through them in on detail. And I'd love your feedback if you're listening to this. You can tweet me at Shane Gibson or find me on Instagram at Shane Gibson or you can find me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash Shane Gibson and reach out and say hello. And from this perspective is I want to think about what these KPIs are and if I'm missing any, but also what your thoughts are on it. So here we go. Number one, KPI number one is alignment. And I'm going to talk about alignment between where you want to go, what's important to you, your business goals, and who's in your network. Number two is context. Have I developed significant insight into my network so that I can have conversations and interactions in the right context, which is the foundation to really deriving a lot of the other pieces of these KPIs or this list here. So number two is context. Number three is timing. So a big part of effectively leveraging your network is through context, establishing the right time to engage or launch a project or really market to them, for instance, connect with them, pitch them, you name it, help them out. Timing is really vital, but first comes context. Then I want you to think about number four, which is your value ratio and impact. So what's my value ratio and impact? I'm going to talk about ideal value ratio and impact I'm making on my network. Um, the sort of opposite of a value ratio and impact. I was thinking someone who's adding high value, in my opinion, if I'm posting content on LinkedIn, is that 90% of my content is going to be value added, helpful, engaging, community oriented, and great storytelling. And then maybe 10% is product focused or me marketing focused or pitching. And then impact, which is just what it sounds like. What kind of impact are we having on our network? Are we adding value to that community and the individuals within it? Number five. Number five is engagement. So what are my engagement levels? So what are my response rates from an email, a LinkedIn direct message on average? When I put a piece of content out, what is the engagement levels? I may have 16,000 contacts, but you know, am I getting five likes out of 16,000 contacts? Am I getting one comment? Am I getting no views? This is going to tell me a little bit about the algorithm, uh, but it's also going to tell me a lot about maybe what I'm putting out and when I'm putting it out. Size. So this is the next one. So number six, if we look at it, is size. So what is the size of my network? Is it a reasonable size based upon where I want to go with my goals? And from this perspective, it's not, of course, just what the size of your network is. It's also about who's in your network and how you engage with it. But it is important is that if you've got lofty goals and you want to grow your career and your business at a certain level, you're going to need a certain size network to build momentum in many cases. Seventh, growth. What is a daily, weekly, monthly growth rate of your network across all platforms and, of course, individual platforms? And you may want to look at your LinkedIn connections versus your own personal business network, people that you could text right away today and they'll respond to you. But within these each respective networks of LinkedIn, personal circle, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, or even within your CRM, what is my growth rate? And then lastly, and of course, this is probably the, one, the first thing that your director of sales or sales manager, VP of sales or head of um, marketing want to know is what are my revenues per contact? So if I look at my gross revenues or sales that I generate on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis, 
what does that work out per contact? You know, am I making a dollar per contact? Am I generating $10,000 per contact on my network on average? What is that at? Now, I think that's, again, a very lagging indicator. And I think the rest are leading indicators. But it is nice to sit down and go, what is my average contact worth to me across my network? Close connections, second degree, you name it. So let's talk about these and some of the things that we want to do. So number one, when we talk about alignment, I think it's important to look at who are my ideal clients, not who's doing business with me now. Because number one, especially for those of us in the last year or so with major upheaval in the markets and some people going out of business and many pivoting to different formats of business and decision-making moving from the head office to remote to you name it, is that our customer of the past who is ideal might not even be the customer of the future that's going to help our business grow. So I want to look at my network and be really honest about based upon where I want to go with myself, my career, my sales process, my business and I look at the network I have, how many of these people are aligned with that? Businesses and corporations, even with my CRM, are they gonna get me there? Or do I need to adjust and shift and start to build a different type of network to go to where I wanna go? Or do I need to shift the type of thing I'm offering to really capitalize on my existing network? Second is context. So context is so important. So this is something as simple as versus just jumping in because someone's an ideal prospect is looking at their social content they've posted, looking at key activities in their business, following them on news wires, seeing what they're pushing out as far as communications interaction. And then when you reach out to them, having a conversation, even if it's an initial prospecting conversation, that's really contextual with their needs. It's about them on why you reached out for specific reasons. It's not a slightly customized pitch but you're actually connecting with them because you understand the context of how you can give value to them. But beyond just pitching or initial prospecting is in the relationship. How much context have you built into the relationship with your customer? Do you understand their needs, wants, desires, dreams, goals, challenges? Do you see the gaps in their business where they could be helped and grow? And are you able to communicate and insert yourself, and this is the key piece, with the right timing so that you can take that context, combining with timing and actually drive really value added. And this is number four interactions with them, whether you're sharing a great piece of content, you're offering some advice or you're pitching or offering a solution to them that's relevant because you understand the context you've hit at the right time and you've communicated it in their needs, their wants. And sometimes, Context means also um, Jim Keenan. I've got his new book sitting on my desk here called Gap Selling. And that's really about sometimes disrupting their thinking and helping that customer or potential customer really see the gaps in their business that not be aware of and then fill that. But again, it goes back to do you understand them? Do you have the right conversations? Do you ask the right questions? Do you care enough to stalk them on LinkedIn and Twitter for days and weeks to figure out really how you can engage them in a meaningful way and ask the key question, how can I help? So this value ratio is about contextual engagement, but it's even about the content you put out. So if I'm on social networks and I'm on LinkedIn and I'm busy on LinkedIn and I'm out there prospecting, but my last five posts, four of them are about my product, my service, my success, I've got the ratio wrong. For every, if you want to put out 
an advertising type post or an informational post on what your company does and why you're awesome, just know for every post like that, you need to put another nine that aren't about you. They're about ideas that can help your network. It's about celebrating your client's success. It's about sharing engaging content the community is finding valuable. It might be about reaching out and actually providing opportunities for other people. And so from this perspective, we've got to think about that 90-10 value to pitch ratio, so to speak. And we also think about impacts. Not only am I putting out content or interacting in a way that I feel is value added, but am I creating a positive impact in the businesses that people are connected with, in the lives we're connected with? You know, one of the things that I love to hear is someone says, hey, I, I listened to your recent podcast. I took what you said to heart. I changed the way I'm doing this. And man, it helped my business. And that's something that for me is one of my big reasons I do this or do what I do for a living is to make impact. But the most important part is that's a key measure of your networking success to build your brand and build endless inbound leads where people want to do business with you because you've made a difference in their business or their personal life. And so this is a really important piece is measure how often am I making impact with my ideal target market or my community that I see as important. The next one is engagement. So engagement, there's all kinds of ways you can measure this. And uh, I, I did a whole podcast on this many years ago. Um, and I think today it hasn't really changed much really on how we could measure engagement on social. But, you know, I'm going to look at engagement is a bunch of different things. For me, engagement means that I have at some level have truly influenced a behavior. The bigger the behavior and the shift and the bigger the benefit to the other person, I believe, the more engagement occurs. And so an engagement could be as simple as a little like, or maybe you've said something humorous and they write a little laugh out loud or, uh, you know, a funny emoji where that's, that's a minimal engagement. But if someone takes the time to make a deep comment and share their story and be willing to interact, that says bigger engagement to me, right? It says more depth. Now, from this engagement perspective, if I can actually motivate someone to take action in their personal life or business outside of social networks, beyond just the platform of LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever I'm at, and actually do stuff in their real life or business based upon my interactions with them, that's true engagement because that will result in impact and a high value ratio. And so I might have a really big network, but if I'm sharing, again, I gave that example, a piece of content and I only get three interactions and 300 views, yet I got 16,000 connections and I'm posting all the time and people aren't really engaging, it tells me I'm not putting the right type of content out. And part of it is I'm probably missing context, right? And a big part around context and timing and engagement, I have, don't have it down here around our KPIs, but maybe I would add this as number nine, is consistent, consistency. So consistent interaction and investment. Consistency is really vital in building a network and establishing its value. Then size. And I don't, I don't know how big your network should be. I really don't. I, I don't know if the ideal number is, you know, if you're looking at your 80% of your, 20% of your market that gives you 80% of the results and you're completely discerning in the type of network that you build on LinkedIn, and every single one of your connections, you know, is in your ideal target market, then, you know, maybe you only need 300 connections to hit your quota for the next five years. But for most of us, the value of growing a network goes beyond just the fact that you're talking to your ideal customers. But in fact, there's a whole community around your ideal customers that also influence them and help get your brand message out there. So on LinkedIn, for instance, if I post a piece of value-added content 
and people engage and interact with it, those are my first degree connections that start with it. But when they engage with that content and they comment on it, that shows up in the feed of all their connections. And next thing you know it, I got second and third degree connections who may be my ideal network who also are exposed to me, my brand and my content and my conversations. And so why I say this is that the larger your network is, and obviously the well aligned they are as well, the bigger the payoff there is for putting out great content and investing in your network. So size is vital and also growth. People go to business, right? People get tired of hearing your message. You know, you may have a connection for 10 years. They've, they've seen everything. They've heard your brand. You've put your content out and they might love you, but they're, they're probably tuning out your content a bit. And so a brand new connection where everything you say is new to them and fresh, they might be a bit more engaged. Plus, I know the algorithms often favor new connections to see your content. So continually putting the effort in on a digital platform to create new connections will bring new life into your social networks. Now, in your client base, for whatever reason, we're going to have 10, 15, 20, 30% of our clients not come back, depending upon your business, each year. So there's a continual need, even if you've hit your quotas last year and you've got a great network and you're, and you're building your career, that you need to be growing your network. People retire, people move, people decide not to be in the industry. And so over time, there's this attrition that happens in our personal network, in our own database, in our own CRM, in our own personal social network, as well as on digital networks. And so it's important that we set a growth goal on a daily, weekly, monthly basis of how much we're gonna grow our network and what those ideal people that we wanna proactively add to our network look like. And then lastly, and this is just a suggestion, is I would start to evaluate revenues per, per contact. So literally just a quick evaluation of, hey, how many deals did I generate that I can track to LinkedIn, for instance. Now, it will never be just LinkedIn because you'll have texted them. You might have met them at a function five years ago. Maybe they're on Facebook with you as well. But LinkedIn somehow contributed to the interaction. And then look at the revenues annually you've generated or deals you've closed, divide by the number of contacts, and you kind of get sort of your revenue per contact down there. You could go further and boil it down based upon the number of connections through LinkedIn maybe that you've added to your sales funnel and what the average revenues per contact from that network who's been qualified are. For whatever your business is, figure out what that formula is, how you're gonna measure it, and your goal is to increase the revenues per qualified contact over the next year, month, week, whatever it might be. And so from this perspective, I believe that that all happens if we roll right back to the beginning, which is alignment, context, timing, and more important, the value ratio and impact, which is gonna drive engagement, it's gonna drive the growth of our network, the size of our network, and then if we've got a disciplined process set up with a CRM or using something like LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which is gonna prompt us to continue to follow up and connect with people, then this allows us to really grow those revenues per contact. So like I said, I was gonna geek out a bit and really look at these different criteria for measuring the value of your network. But again, your network is your net worth. And do you have a way, you can't improve that unless you're measuring it. And so from this perspective, my suggestion is measure the value of your network with these eight KPIs. And actually I added one more, nine, which is consistency of connection and communication and staying within your network. And then from that, 
measure how you're going to improve. So from a scale from one to 10, how aligned am I with my average connection? And do that today, do that next week, do that next month, and see if you can improve upon it. How much context do I have with my ideal prospects within my network and my clients? Do I really know them and how I can help? And then how good am I with my timing? Am I entering at the right time? How much value am I adding? You know, am I, am I living the 90-10 ratio? How much impact and engagement am I getting on my contact? Am I getting my phone calls? Am I connecting with them and there's a ton of energy or am I Zoom meeting with them? Or is it kind of flat? So am I really engaging them even on a personal level? And again, what's that size look like? What are my goals for growth? And of course, put a dollar number on it, man. How much money do I want to make per contact or just out of each network? What are my revenue goals? And from there, I believe we'll begin to improve. I truly believe that our network is the ultimate asset. Remember, our brand is what the customer and community says it is. And so the way to proactively build our personal brand and our corporate brand is by getting really strategic and tactical at the same time with building a high value network by focusing on these KPIs. So that's my podcast for today. Reach out to me at Shane Gibson on Twitter, at Shane Gibson on Instagram, linkedin.com forward slash IN Shane Gibson. Or you can check out my new book, Real Results in a Virtual Economy on Amazon, amazon.ca or at realresultsvirtualeconomy.com.